J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Free coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. That's right. Every Monday we read your emails, we read your stories, we take your questions, and I want to thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how this whole thing works. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. You know what feels good? Hearing the story of how you found this show. I love when someone's like, my friend told my other friend who told a grifter, uh, a drifter in a forest, and then that drifter, you know, found me in an alley and said, listen to the J-Train podcast. I love those stories. It feathers this podcaster's nuts to hear how you found the show, that you enjoy the show, that you enjoy sharing it. These are discussion starters. These questions are meant to be talked about with the group chat, to tell a friend about. Did you hear the email about this situation, that situation? Did you hear what Jared said? Did you hear what his guest said? These are all fun ways to connect with your brother, your sister, your mama, your papa, anyone with ears and the earless community as well. So, Thank you for listening. Keep telling your friends. Keep sharing the word of this podcast. That's how it works. And I'm going to be on the road. People, I want you to come to a show. Bring the group chat. I got a whole new thing going. I, you know, I, I, I'm writing all the time. I'm always writing. I'm always, I'm always sitting there, candlelight, with my big feather pen, just, you know, whittling out my jokes, my ha's. And it's all to make you have a good time. So I want you to bring your friends, I want you to bring your coworkers, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, your papas, anyone with ears, the earless community as well. I'm going to be in Phoenix, Arizona, Chicago. We got a theater show, Chicago. Come, 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 come on. Buffalo, New York, Royal Oak, Michigan, Albany, New York, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Timonium, Maryland, Richmond, Virginia, jaredfree.com for tickies. Um, if you've seen me before, I'm trying to have new jokes. I mean, I'm right now I'm in the period of time where it's like, I got a 45-minute set that I'm, like, ready to, like, tape. And now I have this other, you know, so that's, like, super tight. So you, you know, and then you start doing these new jokes, and they are loose, fatty, gross, disgusting, not ready. But sometimes that's more fun to watch. That's more fun to be a part of. That's sometimes that involves me talking to the crowd and being like, what do you think? Asking questions, trying to crowdsource where your minds are at. It's a whole process, and I enjoy doing it, so I want you guys to come to a show. It will be fun. I know you. it's a weird way to sell your show to be like, yeah, I'm working on it. But that's kind of what a live stand-up show is. You're not getting, you know, a special's different than the stand-up show. The stand-up show, the live show, is a living, breathing, that person's talking to that person, and you're getting, it's a, it's a tight wire act. The special is the... You know the 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 finished version. It's a little polished. That's why it's different. But it, you know, I'm down. Listen, I'm 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 tangenting here. So listen, come to a show, JaredFree.com. See my fat jokes. Um, very excited today's guest, new to the J Train podcast, hilarious comic Sam Evans. Thank you for coming on. Hello, thank you for having me. It's very exciting to be here. I appreciate. It. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> very professional. <laughs> thank you so much. Everyone, go follow Sam. Hilarious comic. Uh, I see him all over New York City. I, we've never really like hung out. That's true. This is a very. It's interesting to hang out for the first time on the podcast. On the podcast. Yeah. But I, I here's the thing. So I was looking for something before we started. The reason I thought of you, and I, I know it was kind of random, sent you a message, but you know we need guests, and I'm you know I see you around. I know you're funny. I know people who love you, and you know you're friends with. I get a message from this woman who follows me, being like, "I just saw this comedian 
I get people that write me going, have them on the show. Really? This person saw you at the stand, and I was looking for the message that they sent me because they messaged me about, and I saw the message and was like, acknowledged. I was like, but sometimes you're just like, not booking, uh-huh. you know? And I, and then they wrote back to another Instagram story of mine, and above it was their message saying, have Sam Evans on the show. And they go, he's he was so funny. They loved you. They saw you at the stand oh, and wow. they were like, I want you to have him on the show. Oh, that's very Isn't nice. Isn't that the greatest compliment in the that's world? They came to me. So sweet. I wanted to tell you that on the show and I go, and so last night, Shelby and I are texting and it's weird because we, with booking guests, it's like one of the more annoying parts of this, of having a podcast sure. because you're like, I, you know, it's just hard to plan anything with, with friends. Yeah. Never mind someone that you're like, you do feel like you're kind of inconveniencing. You're, you're asking someone to take time out of their day. Mm, yeah. It's a Monday. Come over. The, you know, comics, we work at night. Sure. You know, like there is an element of like, please come on my podcast. And I hope, the hope is you guys all go follow Sam and you feel like you've gotten something out of this experience. Of course, we're going to have fun. We're going to answer your emails, Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Great emails today, by the way. Shelby, really crushing it on finding the goods. So, And you guys are sending the goods. So, um, But you want you to have like a good experience, but you do feel like you're like, hey, can you... Can, Can you, you give me a ride to the airport? <laughs> <laughs> this it's so much better than a ride to the airport, I promise you. But sure, it's uh, no, it's very exciting, and I was thrilled uh, thrilled to be asked. And also, that is so nice. How nice is that? Yeah, and, yeah. and they said they go, he's a Jewish comedian. I didn't know you were Jewish. I'm absolutely not Jewish. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their whole thing was based on you being Jewish. That I, was a, so. Maybe uh, they liked uh, you for the wrong reasons. Honored but. to be mistaken for one of the tribe. <laughs> right. It came in with tattoos. I was like, I, I don't think he's Jewish. Yeah, yeah. Literally, I till this moment, I was like, I don't think he's Jewish. But that was like a big. Maybe she said you had a Jewish demeanor. There was Jew. Sure. Was a part of her message. My best friend is Jewish and often has been like, "You're sure you're not at all Jewish because you have a lot of Jewish guilt." And I was okay, like, yeah, where did yeah. you grow up? Uh, Ohio, Midwest. Northwest you look Ohio. Ohio yeah. If yeah. someone's like Sam Evans from Ohio, I go, "Yeah, yeah." Tracks. Very. Sam Evans Jewish. I go, ah, "What?" Yeah, yeah. It's a guilt complex. Where in Ohio? Northwest Ohio, suburbs of Toledo. Toledo. I've yeah. been. Yeah. yeah. Toledo Funny Bone. I've yeah. been to that club. Yeah, absolutely. And then I, I went to school in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's where the I Natty. Was, the Natty. And University you of Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the, how old are you, Sam? I'm 36. You're, so we're the same age, yeah. similar age. I'm 37. When I started comedy, mm-hmm. there was this Cincinnati crew. Yeah. That came to New York. This absolutely. is people don't understand when you start comedy. People start. I started in New York City, which is not normal. Usually, it's no. like you start in your hometown or wherever you're, like college age, young and kind of impressionable, and you and then you get your five minutes together. Or you, you 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 like it enough to go. I'm moving to the big city. I'm going to try and do comedy. Yes. Yeah. And I remember I was in open mics, and it's like my first year doing comedy. And then there was this, and and what you find is people kind of move together. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll have that group of people that are like, we're, you know, one person's like, I'm going from, I'm going to New York, and I'm, I think everyone else goes, well, if they can go, I can go, I can go. Yeah. But there's a group of you that you guys all kind of came at the same time. Yes, I was the very, very tail. There was like, I want to say like four or five guys: Andrew Short, Reed Failer, Dave Wade, Dave Wade, uh, Brendan Air, Brendan Air, Mark Shalafu. 
Well, Brendan Air was, was Cleveland, but he was also in that in that group, and it was the Go Bananas group. Yeah, and yeah. everyone go. And I've never performed at Go Bananas. I performed at the Funny Bone, that the Funny was like, Bone, you know, twenty minutes north of Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. But that club seems like it. It, it, it was the bring. It, you know, you need a place to. Pr- it is like very Malcolm Gladwellian, you know, where yeah. it's like. Because there's a comedy club, there is a scene. Yes. Because they nurture young comics and yes. give them a space, then you find that there's more comics from one area or another, right? Absolutely, yeah. Not just the comedy club, but the uh, very, very nice to local talent, which is not always the case. And uh, Not always. Yeah, yeah. Like, you need a weird mother goose person mm-hmm. to exist to have your place be a comedy Absolutely. You know, breeding ground. Yeah. And that was uh, the GM, this guy, Mikey Kurtz, who was very, if Mother Goose did a little too much cocaine, <laughs> then that is Mother Goose. <laughs> cocaine Mother Goose. <laughs> yeah. Sniffly Mother Goose. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's hilarious. But it is true. And I remember this whole group coming. Yeah. So, like, it's funny. Like, there will be a time that someone's like, Cincinnati, that's where all these comics are from, right? Like, yeah. people do that with Boston. For sure. Uh, but now there's new areas that do Austin, Texas, Austin, Nashville, Jewish, Tennessee, Denver, Denver, huge yeah. comedy. You know, if you're in these towns, I know I, I name off my dates. You should go to local shows. Truly. Yeah. There are some wildly good local scenes. Right. And we know them, but I yeah. do know that some people are just like, what? Yeah. That exists here. Yeah. Let's uh, So if you're out there and you're in these towns, go to these local shows. Sam Evans, you're here. You're ready. You're in a relationship. Uh, just recently started seeing a lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did this very, start? Very fresh. Friend of a friend. This is my best friend's wife's best friend. That's probably the upper echelon of meetings. Yeah. That is like the Rolls Royce of yeah. of first dates. Yeah. Because we have a listenership. We're going to get a lot of emails that are would give advice. Mm. And there are about, a lot of them are dating and relationship emails. Yeah. You know, so you go on that first date. Mm-hmm. Where you will, I would be like hesitant because it's my best friend's wife's best friend. Yeah. I, this is like going out with, you know, someone I definitely will be seeing again. A hundred percent. I was like, I can't, you can't, you can't, I have said this to her before. I was like, you can't be on some fuck boy shit. <laughs> right. right? I, I was like, I, I had to be like, I think I do want to go out with you and genuinely be like, this person is nice. She's very attractive. Right. I, I know I like being around her. I'm going to take a chance and see how this goes. Well, it's it's funny because we have a lot of women that write in. And mm-hmm. it is, we, you know, it sometimes the answers to their question, like that is an answer to someone's question. Why won't this guy go out? I know what I, I'm an animal. Yeah. I know what I'm capable of hurting and doing badly. <laughs> and not in the intentional way, but it's like, I'm going out with certain, you know, I'm going, there are people I'm meeting and I'm like, I want to fuck this person, not thinking of any other consequence in the world. Sure. And then there's people that you go, you get presented, this is why the dating apps, people are having such horrific stories from men. And I'm not apologizing for it. Yeah. But I'm saying when there's, you know, there's, when when you strip out consequence, Sure. <laughs> you know, people act, uh, you know, in an animalistic way. Yeah. And you are, I mean, at its base, whether people want to admit it, are not you are there on some level for animalistic design right right and we you know all of us are gender you know you know throw away the gender stuff yeah but you go uh, and that has to exist it's like 
danger has to exist for love to be produced. You know, it's like, absolutely it's like crazy. Like, yeah. and danger being, um, I want to fuck. You sure, know, like, sure. and that and without caring about someone's feelings. Yeah, yeah, and what's going to happen? You right. Know? So yeah. when you go into this, because if I was presented, hey, you got to meet my friend. It's my best friend. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I have to be so ready. Yeah, and it. So you felt that way. It took me a while. Yeah, because I had I have been single for over a year now, and I was on my my your fuckboy shit. My fuckboy, my whole renaissance. Right. You know, just fucking getting out there. And then I finally got to a place where I was like, I do think I want to date somebody like sincerely, you know, and like uh, maybe approach a relationship and stuff like that. And uh, so I was finally like, okay, I will go out with this person. <laughs> and it does feel douchey to say that, right? Because sure. you're like, I'll, I'll, I'll now I'll see her. I'll, I'll Dane. I'll, I'll, I'll be fine with I'll it now. I'll grace her with my presence, yes. like as if she's just been waiting <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for Sam to stop oh, fucking. Oh my leash. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, listen, we're going to get into some relationship emails. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Everyone go follow Sam Evans, at Really Sam Evans. Go follow at Really Sam Evans on all platforms. Instagram will be tagging in all the accounts. I, listen, there's a JTrain account now. So JTrain Podcast, at JTrain Podcast has all. And here's my pitch on why you should follow JTrain Podcast, because one, you can follow Sam Evans from there, who has an album out called Sweet Baby Boy. We do this a lot. I, I hope I'm explaining this correctly. But wherever you stream music, Sam Evans is there. And you can search Sam Evans in Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream music. So if you're paying for streaming of music, you have the ability to take the, I call it the comedy album is the cousin to the podcast. You're going to feel like you're in the room. Where'd you tape it? Uh, go bananas. Go bananas. Mm-hmm. Look at that, the the, the club. This is all. This all makes sense. You're at go bananas. Your home club. Mm. You taped an album. It is an hour of funny, just waiting for you. It's waiting. So go, go search Sam Evans or Sweet Baby Boy. It's on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you can buy the album too. But uh, you know, I always promote the. You're paying anyways. Yeah. Get involved. So go, 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 go. Follow at really Sam Evans and also. So the J Train Podcast account is on Instagram. Go follow it because here's the thing. I know you're not listening to every episode. We're putting the videos up, the clips, because you'll go, oh, shit, that's a good one. Or, oh, I know that guest. Or, oh, I want to meet that guest. So at J Train Podcast on Instagram, he goes soft every time. (laughs) What if I was like, yeah, we brought you in. I heard some things about you. Had to bring in the expert. <laughs> Truly, you don't know how how close to home that hit. Where I was like, did I did I black out and write this podcast an email? Dear Papa JT, I've been seeing a recently divorced man for the last three months. He is the brother of a friend, and I always had a crush on him. But obviously, as a married man, he was off limits. Our chemistry is off the charts. We are insanely attracted to each other. Hot makeouts, easy laughs, tons in common, always touching, flirting, etc. It's the way a brand new relationship should be. He's all in on me and very serious about a future. Our problem is what happens in the bedroom when we really start getting down to business. Things start off hot. He always ha- uh, He's always fully stimulated and standing at attention. Without fail, as soon as we start to have sex, oral, etc., he goes limp. 
The first few times, he blamed it on alcohol, which I could understand. The next few times, he said it was weird for him to be with another woman, and he's just nervous. This has happened countless times, easily over 15 times in a row. Now he's saying that he's intimidated by me and also very self-conscious about me pleasing, about pleasing me. I tell him constantly how hot he is, how good he is, it all feels. For background, I am his first relationship and sexual encounter after a 16-year marriage. I consider myself a very sexual person, and sex is extremely important to me in a relationship. Here's the question. Are we somehow just not sexually compatible despite the chemistry? Should I be patient? The problem is that it's happen- uh, the, that the more it's happening, the more we talk about it, the more stage fright he has. It's also making me very paranoid about my own performance. Overall, just not sexy talking about our sexual problems. I find myself getting frustrated, and it shows he is getting defensive. I want to cut him loose to avoid any more suffering for both of us, but afraid I'm giving up on something great. Mrs. Softy. What do we think? First of all, <laughs> that didn't make him feel better. <laughs> the best sign off of any email I've ever heard in my life. Mrs. Softy. What do you think? Uh, I'll, well, I'll be honest. This is sure. something that I, I have this issue uh, initially with a new person sexually, not to this extent. Right. But especially if I'm into somebody, the first time at least, I will not be able to get it up. It's like nerves or something. It's there. And let me just say this. The I'm not sometimes you say something about one side and it means you're saying something about another. I'm not saying men aren't monsters. Mm. But the empathy from women of sexual performance from men and their ability to get a hard penis mm. is non-existent. Yeah. The the idea, the you know, if a guy can't make a woman come and 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 he's like, "Did you come?" It is the biggest punchline in the world. Yeah. When it goes the other way, and I only know this for sure because of this podcast, mm. I get asked so many times, "He can't get hard. What what's what, what's what's, what's wrong with me? He must not be attracted to me." Yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah. and maybe it's because men are cocky. Mm-hmm. Like when when a woman says it feels great, I just can't in this way. Sure, you go, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe them every yes. time, and yeah, that yeah. might be just too much confidence, but it never feels that we get believed in the same way. Sure, yeah, where it's like, hey, it's just not right. It's not about you, right? And especially the fact when she's like, he gets hard, like the make out, it's good, mm. and then as soon as we start doing sexual stuff. It's not there. That to me sounds very much like a mental block that he Something has. Something is off. Yeah. 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 And the fact that he's out of what'd you say, a sixteen year marriage. That's right. Not, yeah. I, I what what would you what has helped you in the past? With, I mean I, I Mr. Softic. I, <laughs> I I I got off porn mm-hmm. and I'm about I wanna say eight months, and that's just a personal thing for me. It's mm-hmm. helped a lot. And then also I feel like at this point, you're well within your rights to maybe if you really like the guy i think you're within your rights to float like hey have we thought about blue chews cialis right Niagara, right? therapy therapy yeah you know this is all part of it i and i would say to her to me it sounds like she's like to to, to end this seems stupid i i, I think yeah. ending this right now not the move i yeah. and i think it's the way they're talking about it mm-hmm. to me that you're taking a very negative angle on something that you, you you should be collaborators, not what the fuck is wrong here. You it look, yeah. to me the way she wrote this email. She writes um, she writes uh, what, what did she write? Uh, 
I'm his first relationship. I consider myself a sexual person. Um, are we not sexually compatible despite the chemistry? Should I be patient? The problem is that it's happening more. The more we talk about it, the more stage fright he has. You're like... It, to me, it's like the more we, you know, like you're just, it looks like you're looking at a burning building going, oh, it's more fire. Oh yeah. my God. Like, how about someone gets out of, hey, why don't, like, what, where's the problem solving? Yes. Right? Where's the collaboration? Yes. You two need to work together. And that's kind of the fun part about this whole thing. You have a problem, which is a soft penis. How do we come together? to produce a hard penis. And and that is, hey, maybe we're watching porn together. Like, let's think of the positive ways we can work together to make this penis happen. That's very true. It is, it's also, obviously I'm laughing. We have a problem as a soft penis. is <laughs> one of the funnier sentences I've heard. But also, like, it is truly like, it sounds weird, but like, it is like a team building exercise, right? right? You're a unit. If you really like this guy, it's like, Hey, let's work through it. It's it's almost like a it's not a problem that you solve, it's a problem that you treat, right? You this is an escape room. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you think of good sex as finding out how to get out of an escape room. Yeah. Then you're too then it becomes fun. That's why people go to an escape room. No one goes to an escape room because they're like, ah, oh, just gonna lock us up. We're, we're gonna hate this. Yeah. No, we get to figure out where to put the key in to make the thing get hard. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing about this. Like, let's live in the land of positivity because negativity is gonna breed anxiety, which is gonna breed Mr. Softy. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening here. It's a yeah. self fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely. The more they talk about it, the more stressed he gets. I would get into a sex coach would be fun. Like you yeah. guys go to like, like these could be fun events for you to. And, and when you talk about the chemistry being off the chart, that is someone that you can be open and honest with. Hey, I've never done this before. How about we do this? How about you blow them to fruition? Yeah. You know, like, you yeah. know, where you go, tonight's blowjob night. There's no sex. And, and you know, again, someone could, the most miserable person in the room will go, well, what about her? Yeah. We'll get to her. Sure. <laughs> right. Sure. Right. Her issues are we'll be worried on as well. I'm not yeah. saying just because we work on the boner doesn't mean we work we don't work at the you know the, the well to yeah. make it wet. She's gonna get her holes filled. Listen. Right. Um, <laughs> it also it's funny that you bring that up too, is the uh, like tonight's blowjob night. I did have a friend who was like married for a long time. Mm. They weren't like he and his wife weren't having like sex for a while, but he said like something that their therapist suggested was like Go home one night mm-hmm. and say it's no sex night, but we are going to be physically intimate. We're going to make mm. out, and you just you can't have sex. That's the rule. You can't have sex, but you have to make out, and it puts you in this position of like, well, no, I really want to have sex. You know, like right. it, it stokes That's, that fire. Yeah, it's like Catholic school sex. Oh, absolutely, everything but. Yeah, make it forbidden again. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, I think this is uh, you know again. Totally agree. Let's make this, let's get inventive, let's get creative, yeah. let's talk positively to one another. Because to say, you know, when someone says, I'm a sexual person, like, yeah, we all are. Yeah. It's important to all of us <laughs> in one way or another. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're sexual? You want to come in a relationship? <laughs> No one said that before. And it, it, it adds this level of stress to it that I totally understand. The best sex in the world has been when I have been talking it out with someone and we felt comfortable, you know, being vulnerable and Absolutely. expressing kind of the 
the the crazy thoughts we had in our mind. Yeah. JTrainPodcast at Juma.com. JTrainPodcast at Juma.com. Here with Sam Evans. At Really Sam Evans. Go follow. Sweet Baby Boy is the podcast, or is the comedy album. Go search Sam Evans on anything you're streaming. We're sponsor people. Brooke Lennon. Woo. Labor Day is around the corner. Isn't it crazy? Labor Day? We're here. Summertime, it's over, baby. This is actually the best time of year. Uh, Fall, New York, I'll take that over any other season-city combo Mm -hmm. in the country. Mm -hmm. Labor Day is around the corner. Brooklinen is celebrating the end of summer with a sale. Ooh, free money, people. Just in time to stock up on cozy, high-quality bedding towels and more before the leaves begin to fall. Brooklinen works directly with suppliers and passes the savings on to you. That means incredible products at at a reasonable price. Brooklinen launches new products, colors, and patterns all the time. Sheets, towels, and robes pop with bold colors and adventurous prints. If you've been waiting to splurge on big-ticket items like their weighted comforter or insanely soft-linen sheets, Brooklinen's Labor Day sale is the perfect opportunity to save big. Brooklinen's online quiz helps you find the perfect set of sheets, towels, and cozy robes for the fall. I love it. They've personalized something that you wouldn't think would need to be personalized. They're making things exactly to your specifications. I love that and also Brooklinen you know sometimes you have these sponsors you're like oh that's like a podcasty sponsorship you're not sure of the you know how great it is I'll tell you this my mom is mm. constantly bothering me for Brooklyn and stuff so it has made it into good enough for mom world which means it's really good don't forget to head over to Brooklinen to save on high quality home essentials this Labor Day can't wait to save visit brooklinen.com today and use promo code JTRAIN20 for $20 off plus free shipping on your purchase of $100 that's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N dot com promo code JTRAIN20 how much do I push her well not too much (laughs) Hey, man, new listener of the podcast, but been a fan of your comedy since I saw you in Nashville last year. Love listening to and learning from all your advice you give listeners. Now for my email. I've been dating a girl I met in college for nearly eight months now. We were good friends over uh, for over a year before we started dating, and I was fortunate enough to start dating her after admitting my feelings and slowly easing into a dating relationship. This is like the dream of any friend-zoned person. Absolutely. Right. We are going to be seniors in college. We are currently doing distance because we are doing summer internships in different city. Okay. Um, so this is summer before senior year. You got a girlfriend that you got because you, you were in the friend zone and you, you made it out. And now anxiety because mm-hmm. you're far away from one another. I get because uh, that's why you, I, I'm assuming anxiety. That The only reason to write it in here. Sure. I'm hoping to get your perspective on how to approach conversation around planning at, for after college. Uh-oh. Uh, we have both expressed that we're interested in being together post-grad and that we see a future uh, with each other. With my current job situation, it's looking like I'll end up in Chicago following graduation. She is inter- uh, interning in another city but doesn't really like her work experience she's having. But she likes the city she's in. This summer, doing going distance has been fine so far as we've both visited each other once, but it would be very difficult if we ended up in different cities following graduation. She She's expressed that she likes Chicago following a recent visit, but isn't a fan of the cold. And, is, and this is a potential br- 
deal breaker for her. We also wouldn't live together if she moved here because we both agree we're too young for that move. How much do I push her to apply for jobs and move to the same city as me after graduation? What are the conversations we need to be having? I don't like the idea of her moving to the same city just for me, but at the same time, there are lots of jobs and opportunities here for both of us so we could easily end up here together. What do you think, Sam Evans? That's a really good question. I mean, uh, I'd say, first of all, if you wanted to move to Chicago, get it or keep coming to Chicago during the summer and fall, because that is a fucking fun town to right. hang out. Right. I would put it behind New York. Yeah. Uh, I just said New York and the fall. In the fall, sure. Best combination, but Chicago summer, yeah, it's yeah. on that list. Great yeah. town. Yeah. I get her point, the brutal cold, which is why I think you have to sell how fun of a town it is mm. outside of that, you know? I think we're putting the cart before the horse. Mm-hmm. He is summer before senior year of college. Yeah. You got to enjoy. You are way too far ahead. I don't think you should mention her situation at all. I think you need to worry about yourself. The ha- here's, here's the thing about happiness after college. It's tough to come by because you are unsure of where this is all going. The minute you graduate college, you go from a lifetime of study the material, take the test, get the grade you deserve, to never getting graded on anything ever. And not knowing if you're doing okay, if you're going in the right direction, it's a ton of anxiety, and it happens to everybody. Yeah. And the better, you, you, when you feel good is when you're working hard and producing and making money and being able to cover your expenses. That is when you are at your best self at that young age. Let her find her job. She needs to find her way just in the same way he needs to find her way. Their relationship, you're 22, 21 right now. You're so worried about a year from now that you're not worried about just having fun with your new girlfriend. Yeah. I actually immediately am going to jump on board with that. Yeah. Because it is, I forget when he says like graduating college, I'm like, yeah, so you're moving into adulthood. And then I think about me graduating college. I'm like, oh, I didn't know shit from dick. Nothing. And dick from shit. Yeah. Right. And respectfully. <laughs> right. You seem like a, a good, you got but a job lined up. There. Yeah, yeah. And the best, the best thing that you can do in terms of like long-term relationship planning ahead is that make it as fun as it can possibly be now. Give the relationship value from her viewpoint by being that great guy, really fun you know, enjoying your time together. This is so the perspective of someone who's like so happy they're in a relationship that they're going to squeeze it too hard that they're going to strangle it. Yes. You're killing, what is it, the rabbit? (laughs) You're you're Lenny from Mice and Men. Right. Right? Yeah. And it's like this guy, you got to the kind of the mountaintop as we said in the beginning mm-hmm. like you know you were friends yeah you expressed your feelings they Absolutely. were like let's give this a shot yeah, you're doing long off. distance and yeah. now you're like well this next thing is gonna i've been saying this a lot to myself lately i've had some anxiety lately and i've repeated a mantra mm-hmm. and i'm gonna give this mantra to this person we'll figure it out when it comes yeah and i think there's nothing you can do about this now let her find her job. I, he asked, how hard do I push? You shouldn't push at all. You should figure out your life. You should figure out what makes you happy because when you're happy, we will all be happy. So yeah. this moment will come. You will graduate. You will move. She will move. And then at that moment, you will make the decisions as they come. Yeah. You can do nothing about it now except and in, in all you're going to do is just ruin a good thing bringing this up all the time. You have a, a year. Yeah. Right, and then also things change. I don't like winter. 
Now you like when, oh, I miss having snow. I miss seasons. Yeah. <laughs> These things change. Yeah. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Right? Just breathe. That's the thing. I would be so mad. If, I, I mean, I'm looking back. We have the, the pleasure of looking back. Like, your senior year, you're going to spend the nights going, where is she going to move? You'll figure it out. And here's the thing. You'll probably break up. <laughs> if, if, if I'm being honest. Yeah. You'll probably go to different cities and say to yourself, oh, my God, I got to figure out my life. I don't know if we're in the right relationship. I got to get away from a relationship. Sure. Enjoy this while you can. Yeah. And sincerely, people say this a lot, but it is like, it's not bullshit, especially in this scenario where it's like, if it's meant to be, it'll... I know. Be, that's the worst know? thing to hear, too. Sure. And you go, but that's kind of the, we'll take care of it when it comes. Yeah. You know, that... Absolutely. The, and I'm saying to this person... If I was talking to someone, if I was dating someone, they're like, well, what are we going to do after senior year? It's like, let me fucking sit here and have senioritis for five, f- five fucking seconds. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're that fun, kind guy now who's just like, I just want to enjoy you and I want to enjoy being with you without too much expectation, then she will, if nothing else, always think of that fondly. That's also how you get to know each other. Yeah. You cannot get to know each other while discussing how you're going to be near each other. Yeah, because it's still new. Right. right. Yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Patiently impatient. It was Sam Evans. At really Sam Evans. Sweet baby boy. That's the that's the comedy album. Go listen. Jared, Feather Feather. Let's get into it. 27 female. I met a man. 34 male. At work. He was given a pres- giving a presentation at my company and I slid into the professional text uh, which then moved to his personal number. We texted, met up for a night out to watch the Stanley Cup game the Sunday after we met. Had a great time. Kissed, and that was that. Since then, we have been texting Snap and Text daily, but it has stayed as general small talk and not any true get-to-know-you conversations. In my opinion, we had a great first date, but he hasn't made any plans going forward. I'm annoyed, not turned off yet, but his lack of making a plan going forward, I want to text him and say some version of, hey, I really enjoy talking to you, and I can potentially meet, uh, see more, more moving forward, but there needs to be some plans made instead of just being pen pals. If not, then we can move back to a professional relationship. I have, a little, I have little patience and just want to send it, but have others telling me to just let him chase you. But I'm sick of waiting around and want what I want or to move on. What do you think I should do? Sincerely make a plan or move on. What do you think, Sam Evans? I think if he's, <clears throat> this might be harsh, I think if he's not making plans, he's not that into it, right? There's something up. Yeah. I, I, I Especially for this long, the Stanley Cup, I mean, what month is it? You know, like, I, yeah. I, I don't know when this was sent in, but. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. But also, when we're considering time, it's been long enough for you to notice it. Yeah. So that's long enough. When someone goes, is it long enough? No, no, no. You noticed it. Yeah. You're there. Yeah. You're not it's crazy. long enough. Yeah. You're not crazy. Yeah. What do you think they should do? I think uh, I think you're within your right to, without being too demanding, you can just lay it out there and be like, hey, I like you, but I'm not getting a vibe that it's reciprocal or not. Mm. Uh, if it is, uh, ask me out. You know, like, I think you right. can lay it out there. I think, here's where I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you some knowledge. Your friends are are not good at advice they're not yeah they they when someone says to you just let them chase you they're saying to that to themselves as much as they're saying it to you they want to believe that they're the person that was chased and i oh let them chase you when people say let them chase you i think they're the dumbest people out there yeah 
Because that is not good advice. That is, you're just a bag in the wind. Just go. Because that is, you're saying to them, I'm stressed out. And they go, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. And you go, well, I'm still worried about it. Yeah. And it takes, when you're saying let him chase you, what you're, they're saying is like, oh, don't have any agency. It's like, no, you're allowed to right. have, have make decisions about this. Well, right? that's, well, this is the point that I'm trying to, that you're totally, you can have agency. You have control over your own life. Let him chase you. Oh, you should go to a supermarket. That's how you meet someone. Oh, put on some eyeliner. Shut up. Yeah. All of that bad advice. He needs to chase your standards. You saying, I want a date is a standard. You have laid it out. You said, here you go. Meet me at here. Yeah. I think her text that she pr- uh, proposed is perfect. Hey, I'm having a great time. So you're positive. Yeah. You're saying, I'm enjoying all of this, but I'd like to see you out in person. Yeah. Make that happen or we have to stop talking romantically. Sure. He either makes it happen or he doesn't. And now, and, and then you go, your standard was met. You have let him know. These are the rules of seeing me. I got to see you in person. I'm not going to text with you all day. Yeah. And the yes or the no is irrelevant at that point, right? Right. You have made the decision. He can react however, but you will be fine. You right. Know? And then you, you aren't in this weird no man's land. Right. And sometimes you're just being nice to someone to get to the thing you want. Yeah. So if you're like, you know, I understand these texts. Hey, how was your weekend? Mm. You don't care how the fucking weekend was. You don't want to say, weekend was great. You don't want to write that text. You're being nice because you want to see them out in person. Yeah. And there's a point where you go, I'm so tired of talking about my weekend. I just want to see them in person. And you got to go, hey, I'm done with how my weekend was. Yeah. The big reveal. Yes. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored. Good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. Their well, their wireless electric toothbrush is lightweight and compact. It packs away easily so you can always have it on the go. I love Quip. Here's why I love Quip. They've taken all the things that you use to take care of your mouth and they've made them accessible they've made them easy to use they've made them form to your body so that you're not do like take for example they have a they have a great floss and you just it, it comes with a little handlebar and you click in and you use it and now it's no more tying around the fingers and to where the floss go no everything quit makes is about making a utility better for you and your life. And that's why I love it. Like the electric toothbrush, I, I bring it everywhere I go. Toss it in the bag. It's ready to go. Charge. It's got the battery in there. No plugging in. Quip's gentle vibrations give you effective clean that's easy on your sensitive gums. Never brush too hard ever again. Here's the other thing. We're around the same age, mm. 37, 36. Mm. I think our generation is obsessed with efficiency. Mm-hmm. May I want to do the right thing and know it was the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like Google Maps. We Google how long is the walk and we follow that little dotted trail the whole way because we know that's the most efficient way to get there because a satellite in the sky is telling us. Same with Quip. Quip has, you turn it on and it it does a little every, so you do the four quadrants of your mouth. You're Absolutely. supposed to brush your brush your teeth for two minutes. So it goes, you brush top right, and then you get a little zap at 30 seconds. Okay, switch. Okay, switch. Okay, mm-hmm. switch. Now you know 
I am brushing to the maximum efficiency. Mm. That's where Quip comes in. If you go to getquip.com slash JTrain right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash JTrain, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash JTrain. Quip, the good habits company. I li- uh, I'd say it's the good efficiency company. Mm-hmm. Let's keep doing emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Sam Evans, at really Sam Evans. Fuck girl energy. You brought up being your fuckboy ways. Mm. What, would you con- what would you consider a fuck girl? A fuck girl? That's really interesting. Just Does a- it exist? That's very debatable. They exist. They exist. Sure. Uh, just a lady who's down to clown, right? I would say any... any. I, I think, I guess, fuck them fuck fuck person sure is anyone who's wasting uh, making you believe that you're there's something deeper while getting what they want sure yeah or the ability to be something deeper while getting something they want yeah yeah so i think you know if i was to think of you know to to make a generalization anytime i felt i was in a fuck girl situation it wasn't uh, that they were using me for sex. Mm. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like, hey, uh, I got this guy that I can call at any time that will fuck me and then he wants me to be, uh, then he won't meet my parents. You know, I, I don't think that's the fuck girl way. Yeah. Like generally when I hear fuck girl, I would assume, oh, you, you are there for them in every way and they don't want to have sex with you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let's uh, Jared, an esteemed guest. I'm currently writing this from the airport lounge in Cartagena. Luxury complaint. There is no beef, no beer here. Okay. Cartagena, though, that became like Tulumish. It was very much yeah. a place people went to. Yeah. The reason I say this is because we just ran into the 15 very attractive Dutch dudes at the airport who we met on a night out in Cartagena. My friend and I ended up hooking up with two of the dudes for the weekend and hanging with the group. It was nonstop fun. Love it. My friend and I were talking and we were saying how the guys kind of give off fuckboy energy, but then we had the realization, are we fuck girls? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Or maybe we're the the thing we despise the most. <laughs> the call was coming from inside the house. <laughs> but then we thought, oh my. But have we become the monster that we hated so much? <laughs> and by fuck girl, I mean a single girl who participates in hookup culture frequently. See, I don't know. No, I, I disagree with that. Yeah. Based on what we just talked about. Because... The idea that, like, here's the thing, and this is living in the land of generalities, mm-hmm. right? Because you go, listen, th- this sounds bad, but I guess this podcast is about being comfortable enough to say things that might sound bad. But when you, guys aren't sitting there being like, I got to get married. I got to get, I mean, my clock is running up. I, yeah. I don't want to waste my time. You don't hear a lot of guys say, I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. So, if you're sitting there hooking up, you're not taking, you're not pushing aside something that they want to get something you want. Yes, which is the general fuck agreed fuck boy move. Right. Right. 
Yeah, so it's very hard in that similar way to put a man in that position. Very few of us are staying up at night going like, well, what is she, you know, what is this? Right. You don't lose a lot of sleep. Here's the thing. It, uh, you know, and I don't want to sound, I don't care how I sound, I, I care how I sound, but <laughs> the, um, the guy taking you to the $200 dinner, Mm-hmm. And you're like, I gotta eat dinner somehow. Yeah. That's the fear, kind of, to be taken advantage of in that way. Yes. Yeah. That is where you go. How do I? Why would she go to dinner with me? Oh, maybe she's taking advantage of me because she wants to go to a nice dinner. Sure. And that's like a very old yeah. school way of thinking about it, I guess. But yeah. it is. That's where the fear leads more than. Sure. Is she using me for my body? Yeah. <laughs> right? And also, I'll say it doesn't not happen. You know. It, right, it exists, right? Right. No, yeah. but well, the, the the idea that like, you know, you could go out with someone and they they just want a boyfriend. They don't care who it is. Sure. And you're like, what? Am I into this? Am I in love with someone who's in love with just having the title? Yeah, that could be somewhere where I would feel. They write, so my question is, can guys sense when a woman is giving off fuck girl energy? And if so, how would you go about changing this energy if and when the fuck girls are looking for something more serious? I realize when you're on vacation, you're more loose and maybe give off different vibe, but I'm talking about in normal circumstances. Would love to hear your perspective. Uh, Sign Chaos and Cartagena. We're giving, I mean, we're giving a lot of these answers just in us talking about this right now. Yeah. But the, here's where I would say that it's funny where she's uh, in her email. The answer is sometimes in the email. If so, how would you go about changing this energy if and when the fuck girls are looking for something more? Yeah. Again, she is yeah. writing, are we fuck girls so we won't get a long-term relationship? Yeah. And it's like, now you're wondering, to me, you've misplaced your question. Sure. Because you're saying, you're basically saying, could I be seen as anything else but someone that uh, they just hooked up with? And it's like, that is, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm almost confusing myself, but it's like, you're worried, am I dealing, is this guy a fuckboy because I fucked him? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I would say to her, my best advice for anyone having a fun time hooking up, mm-hmm. if, if, like for this woman... I live by this motto. Just because I have doesn't mean I will. Sure. And I think that's a very positive way to look at sex. Just because I have had sex with you doesn't mean I will have sex with you. And for this woman, if you met these Dutch guys and you sucked off a couple of cocks and had a great time and then you said to them, well, we're all happy for you. We're good for you. And then the guy came back and was like, Hey, in his you know wooden clogs, and was like, "Hey, I want another blowjob." And you were like, "Well, I you know would love to go to dinner." Yeah, and yeah. he was like, "Well, wait a minute, mm-hmm. you're the fuck girl." <laughs> then, he says it exactly like, right? that. "But then, you are the fuck girl." Uh, but you are where I put the cum. <laughs> like if he said that, you would have to say, "I'm not." dealing with you anymore yeah you you never stop dictating the terms right and that goes true that's true for either party right Mm. so at any point in time you can be like yeah i did yeah exactly like what you're saying just because i have doesn't mean i will i am this person today but tomorrow i am i am this person who suddenly wants a more serious thing right that was cartagena me yeah cartagena me 
throws a digit in your asshole yeah. while blowing you. Yeah, listen, we're all fuckboys in Cartagena. Right. right. New York me yeah. wants to go on a date, wants to meet your parents, wants to go, you know, this to go somewhere. I yeah. understand that. Yeah. And I think she has to own that, like, this is the thing. This is, and, and it's, I say this to the women listening. Mm-hmm. It, be, you know, they get so they want on off switches so much oh that was my hoe phase now I'm in my serious phase yeah none of these guys you're dealing with are doing that mm-hmm. none of these guys these guys aren't like man I really got wild in Cartagena they would be wild no matter where they went sure yeah so again you have to dictate the terms as Sam just said mm-hmm. like you have to go ah, I, you know that was fun I, I love that yeah but, you know, now I do that when someone takes me out yeah. and g- wants to get to know me, the mm-hmm. person behind the Cartagena party girl that you saw. Yeah. And also, and that's never unfair. You're never being an no. asshole. Like, you're allowed to do that. Right. Yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored. Ooh, Factor. Okay. Factor is, I love Factor. Okay, it is gourmet meals, and it makes eating at home easy, quick, nutritious, delicious. Man, when people in the ad agencies figured out that nutritious and delicious <laughs> rhymed, were they like, game over for these people? He's just running in. The- I got it! I got it! <laughs> Holy shit, we found the key. It's nutritious. And delicious. You want both of those things. We got them. Factor has it in spades. I, I'll say this. Here's, here's my eating issue. When I eat, I keep eating. I need a beginning, middle, and end to my meal. I also want new, inventive flavors. I, and when you cook, when you're healthy and you cook for yourself, you do... I guess I'll do grilled chicken and broccoli because that's easy to make. I'll throw the broccoli in the micro. I'll make the chicken on the, on, the, on, the, on the pan and then I'm done. And then you do it three nights in a row and the fourth night you go, fuck it. I'm going to eat everything. Mm. Factor makes it so you're not doing the same thing every night. You're getting new delicious meals and they're nutritious. And you know the portions. When you, many of you are cooking for one. Sad you. You loser, you have nobody. And nothing is harder than going to the grocery store and buying for one. It's very sad. It's sad because you can't get the cilantro because you're not going to eat that much cilantro. Never. To make one dish. That's where factor comes in. You're going to get the cilantro. You're going to get the delicious ingredients that would be too much for you to buy for one or two, even two. Mm. So... I just love they offer vegan and veggie meals, keto meals, calorie smart options, cold pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. I have Factor. It's delicious. It's wonderful. Head to go.factor75.com slash JTrain130. This is a very confusing website. I'm going to say it again. Go.factor75.com slash JTrain130. Use code JTrain130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That's code JTrain130 at go.factor75.com slash JTrain130 for $130 off. That's a lot of money. I love that. And you're getting delicious, nutritious, beautiful meals. 
dating apps in a conservative state. Ohio, mm. um, I would say that's a that's a down the middle state, right? They 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 go back and forth, right? Yeah, Isn't it's it? a One genuine swing state. Swing state. Yeah, it's a big state too. Yeah, bigger than people think. Way bigger. I mean, I I know it's big just by fact that I've gone to. You go to Cincinnati to do shows. You go to Dayton to do shows. And then someone, you go to Dayton, they go, come to Cleveland. You're like, isn't that Ohio? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to like yeah. travel all, you know, the four corners. Jared and Guest, love the pod, your take on dating. I'm a very liberal 30-year-old female living in one of the most conservative states in the country. I live in one of uh, the larger cities, but there's not a large group of liberals in the single 30-something male sector. I've also noticed men either don't fill out their political affiliation on the apps or aren't usually the greatest at making their profiles helpful in determining if we align on meaningful values, unless they count golf as one, LOL, which I do not. And admittedly, I haven't been the best at this either. Well, I would also say one is just not fun and the other is fun. Mm-hmm. Hey, I play golf. That's what I like to do. You know, politics, I I love this email mm-hmm. because there's a lot in the way she wrote it where I go, this is tough because it's very important to her. Mm-hmm. And I think for a, a lot of people, let me speak for men, especially on dating apps, they're like, we just want to have fun. Yeah. I don't want to go down that road. Yeah. You know, like I might, and I don't, th- I think of someone like, you know, and then most people, the internet will tell you otherwise, but most people aren't walking around with their MAGA hats yeah. and they're waving the American flag being like, fuck you woke pussies. Like that's not yeah. most people. Yeah. Most people answer the questions once they're asked. Sure. They're not leading with, let me tell you what. <laughs> Yeah. And you find out quickly from some people more than others. Sure. Yeah. I went on a date with a woman and I, uh, beautiful. And I was like, very attracted to her. Um, and we didn't talk much before we did, a, you know, the cursory stuff. And sure. then I was like, let's go. And we went and met. And then we're on the date. And I'm like, slowly realizing, I'm like, well, this person's very conservative. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, I'm like, in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know like sure. you're kind of shocked yeah. like most people it's a surprise right the, the conservative people in new york city they're generally the you know the the socially liberal fiscally mm-hmm. conservative types like yes. when i meet them i go i know and then they're the types that like i i just know what i'm dealing with this yeah. was like more than i more right than i could have imagined especially from a woman you know you in and sure. and i go i was more just like shocked and mm-hmm. and i was like and sometimes it took the date to kind of figure that out. And I was like, yeah. I don't think we're going to mesh in this way. Not even because I'm like this, you know, the person describing themselves, I would describe myself less liberal than them probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm making assumptions because these words carry so much weight. Sure. You know? Yeah. With um, your girlfriend, are you like dealing, are you finding out? If you're politically inclined, similar, is, have you disagreed yet? You guys are a new relationship. Never disagreed, but we have like uh, we've, we're starting to have the more nuanced conversations. Like, uh, t- like we know, obviously we're uh, both in New York, so right. pretty left leaning, both of us. But like having like different nuanced conversations about like different individual issues, right? Within you know our woke liberal 
pussiness. Uh, yeah, you. F- but ju- but speaking to that, like even yeah. if you're on the same side of the aisle, you know, whichever, like you are going to have these nuanced conversations where you're like, oh, I actually feel this way about this thing, and then there's like a small, it's pretty, you know, it's a pretty easy thing to get over. But you're like, mm. I kind of feel this way, you know. And I feel like if you're with a reasonable person, they're like, okay. Also, there's people who don't think of politics at all when they go into dating, and I would say. Yeah. Men especially. Oh God, yeah. Like, you know the, you know Roe Ro Wade getting overturned. Mm-hmm. You know to to uh, there's you know a lot of men were like, oh yeah, I didn't think that could happen. Yeah, that was kind of the reaction sure. from a lot of men. And you go and then you, you know to to maybe this person that would be like, are you fucking like that would enrage certain people. Sure. I would understand that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it just, it's, and speaking like that, obviously, like, if you're, like, a, a woman going into a dating situation like that, obviously, hot off Roe versus Wade being overturned, I get it, where right. you're like, you better fucking say, <laughs> say you're upset, you piece of shit. I get it. I get it. Right. I, and, you know, we're two straight white men talking about this, like, that would enrage some people. Sure. Like, like yeah. you have no take. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, yeah. You know, you, no, you will listen. <laughs> You are here to listen. I'm here to listen. I, I listen. Yeah. I would like to uh, find a long-term partner whose values are largely aligned with mine. Does he also have to identify as very liberal? No. Does he have to value women having the right to an abortion, for example? Yes. <laughs> right. And it, it's funny that like the idea of putting that on your dating profile, a guy would be like, well, what the fuck would I put that for? That seems weird to put on there. And this woman's like, I just want to know before I go out. Sure. You no, know, this is, yeah. she's kind of asking for to be able to google people yeah like she's looking you know because uh with that i'm considering adding a hinge prompt response about my beliefs and values i hesitate though because is that too aggressive and serious and overshadows my fun chill side yeah i would say it does a little uh dating is supposed to be fun the first date is supposed to be light (laughs) but many of the social issues occurring i am very passionate about and i feel like i can no longer sit back and not express that it matters to me and is a large part of who i am I totally understand where she's coming from. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on adding a prompt response with this and any suggestion for how to go about it that would show I value equality and human rights for all, pro-choice, stricter gun laws? Well, some of these, you know, stricter gun laws is one thing, but like I want human rights for all. It's like when those restaurants have like, we're gay friendly. It's like, where are the gay not friendly restaurants? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. We hate them. Stay <laughs> out. Like you don't see that sign. Get out of here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I, I think there's base level. I think she's combined a lot of things where there's a few things I think she can do, but pros choice stricter gun laws against banning books you know, like, while still keeping it fun or positive. Thanks for your input and advice. Sincerely, Bernie Betch waiting through a bunch of Cancun cruises. Well, I love this email. It's a very relevant issue. What do you think? Where is where is the big banning books contingent on a dating site? Where are the men, even the conservative men are like, let me tell you the books I want to ban. Right. Uh, no, but I, I understand. She isn't, she is in no way wrong for this question. It sounds like she's in Texas. It sounds like she might be in sure. a certain area yeah. of the country. And I, I, I feel for her because it's like, the, and especially now, like politics is like, you know, it's entertainment for people. You know, MSNBC and Fox News are entertainment stations. Like, absolutely. So, like, the idea that this is a hobby today is not that surprising. Yeah. And it sounds like the the opening of the email and the subject line, it makes it sound like it's going to be like, I am absolutely liberal. And if you are not, 
right get out of here and that's not actually the case i think it is an issue with this especially uh am i okay here there we go okay yeah go ahead i'm sorry it sounds like it's especially the hot button issue is roe versus wade being overturned and like access to an abortion and i i feel like if that is like your make or break one then it i understand that you don't want to waste time on a date like by right and this is also very much our generation wasting time. Sure. I want to know the restaurant I'm going to. I want to see what the appetizers are. Yeah. And she doesn't want to have her like night ruined being sure. like, I can't believe I came here to meet a guy I thought I was going to maybe date. And now we're debating yeah. if I have the right to make a decision over my body. Sure. Because that's what she's, it sounds like she's avoid, trying to avoid. And I, I don't blame her because I don't want, no one wants that. Yeah. He doesn't want that. You don't want that. So I, I don't, there are fun ways to put this in a profile. I sure. do think, you know, I am all for positivity and, and fun and dating profiles. I'm also, I think it's okay to have prompts that push people away, but also if they push it, life is gravity. It will bring people in. Yeah. So I do think, I don't think she, I think when she goes down the road of human rights and book bannings, let's, let's take one thing that you could never talk to that person and let's make one prompt about that. And I think what you said is right. Yeah. Roe, Roe Wade. If Roe Wade didn't ruin your day, please don't talk to me. Sure. Yeah. uh, You know, fun fact about me, Roe Wade has ruined my year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a, (laughs) Shelby just looked up. No. What do you think? What? Shelby's angry, th- th- this political discussion. I mean, I get where she's coming from with that, like, it's, a, it's like, okay, this, like, there's a, there should be a way to put it, but then not be, like, performative. Right. There is a performative That's nature. True well, that... But the thing is, everyone thinks everything's performative now. Like, you can't do anything with, ah, they're trying to show, I don't know, I, to me... Mm-hmm. put their sweat, blood, sweat, and tears into this thing, but not put, like, Roe v. Wade. Sure. Uh, but I would say the canvassing people, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think there's got to be a fun, jokey way yeah. to be like, hey, if you if you come in me, I want to be able to decide that I can get rid of that yeah. baby. You know, like I think you can also even just be like, "Hey, this is like a this is an issue that I just can't budge on. I believe in my access to like healthcare and all of that." Uh, and you could even just throw in a. Also, I swear to God, I'm fun. You know, like you can <laughs> you can just be like, "I'm not I'm not going to be this cold like." Right. You know? I I you know well, there's also a way where you say one thing and people can assume other things but the pro- like if you say like i'm you know i don't know if there if you say you know i don't think writing bernie betch is the way to go but like i i yeah. i yeah. don't know i i always i think that's a fun way to go i'm also fun i'm not out here yeah you know uh, i i'm yet to knit a pussy hat yeah like that's a fun way to say yeah. like i'm i'm into this but i'm not i would say to this person though Whatever you write, make it fun. Choose one thing because that will tell you everything else. And also, you're going to talk to people you disagree with. That is just True. baseline. And here's the other thing. The men that you're most worried about are the ones that don't 
care. You like I, I most worry about the men that would suck the most are the ones that would see um, the fun thing you wrote mm-hmm. and still not connect that yeah. to how important it is to you because that's the thing you're gonna come into count. You're gonna encounter. You can't avoid heartbreak. You can't avoid these annoying people on dating apps. You can't avoid someone you disagree with, and that's. I'm sorry to give you that information, but I would say there. I would use the prompts to say something that would drive this person that you don't want to see away because it will bring in the type of people you're looking to meet. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Sam Evans at really Sam Evans. Where are we time wise? One oh five. Oh, so we let's do one more. We'll do one more. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, let's do one more. I love this one. All right, it's our last one anyways. Okay, let's do it. Jealous fiance. Do you feel any jealousy towards the new woman you're dating? That's usually jealousy starts, I think, in the beginning. Fiance. Uh, so far, no, which I was interested to see, especially because I did the way my last relationship ended. I was like, I wonder if that's going to be like a new issue for me. How did the last one end? Uh, just like uh, so, uh, ex developing feelings for someone else, you know? Interesting. And was I, it an old relationship? Not an old relationship, but like a friend. And I have a relatively long leash. That's, that's probably poor terminology, but like a long <laughs> leash in terms of like, I, I think you either trust somebody or you don't, right? right so right. like talk to whoever and I trust you. And that woman's leash. Yeah, just get back <laughs> But you just, you got to so let them. you see it happening before your eyes? No. I was pretty blindsided by it. So I was like, God, I wonder if this is going to be an issue I carry with me now. Right. Like, like oh, I'm so worried. A little worried. bit of trauma from that. Yeah, yeah. But what so if, far. When your ex was like becoming friends with this person, uh-huh. you were just like, that's a just cool I, guy? You got to know them? Yeah. I was like, it's, it's good, you know, especially because, uh, yeah, I was just like trusting, you know? But you, that's the thing. I mean- you as I said before, you can't avoid mm-hmm. things happening. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. You gotta you gotta play you gotta play in traffic if you want to get hit, yeah. and it goes both ways: hitting the good way, hitting the bad way. You know that situation. You're like, yeah, go have fun with you. Yeah. That's your friend. Sure, absolutely. And then, yeah, that's what it is. Blows up in your face sometimes. Yeah, uh, but even that, you know, there's a positive way to look at it. Where you go, oh, good. Yeah, sure. you know, I could have been with that person. We married, kids. Yeah, then they make a friend. That's very true. Yeah. Right? I'm like, well, this is more complicated. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, Feather Feather, I'm coming to you as an engaged woman with a problem. My fiance, we've been together for three years, gets very jealous when I'm around straight men. I attend an annual festival of twins and multiples every year, and my fiance doesn't trust me around other men, especially while I'm there for the weekend. I'm working on gaining his trust again after some hiccups in our relationship, but I can't seem to get him to understand I would never do anything to jeopardize our relationship. Recently, I had a girlfriend reach out asking if I could help her good guy friend get out and meet new friends in the city I live in. I invited this guy out with a group of my girl pals this coming week, and my fiance keeps mumbling under his breath about how I will probably want to be with him and how odd it is that I'm trying to be friends with this guy. I love my fiance with all my heart and I cannot seem to get him to understand I would never cheat on him. I've done a few things for him to not trust me, but we've worked through them and talked it out, but it keeps coming back to haunt me. I can't seem to get him to realize he shouldn't be jealous and just trust me. Oy vey, this is a consistent struggle we have and it doesn't seem to be getting any better and nothing I can do get him to trust me or have these worries. 
is there anything I can do and nothing I can, and hold on. Oy vey, this is a con, consistent struggle, and we have, uh, this is a consistent struggle we have, and it doesn't seem to be getting any better, and nothing I, nothing I do can get him to trust me or have, the, or have these worries. Thank you for all you do. What do you think? Two things. I wonder, uh, she does say there are things I have done to make him not trust me, but we've worked through them. I, like, Those aren't done. You haven't worked through them. Yeah, those are there. Those are those are scars. Yeah. and we and she doesn't give us the details, yeah. but like, so it be, could be anything. Well, I would say it's worse than she promo- uh, said yeah. it because this email is written in the key of me. You know, this is <laughs> it's a really good thing. Yeah, it's a Tony Kornheiser line. Yeah, yeah, and I love it because yeah. there's three sides to every story. There's yeah. her side, his side, and the truth. Sure. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I would say she's writing very kindly to herself when you say, I've done things in the past. Yeah. I don't think those things, she's admitting fault. Yeah. If the thing is some cheating. sort of cheating, then it's like, well, he's, he's not being insane, I think. I don't think he's crazy at all. I, I don't trust her email. I'm sorry to take his side. Sure. But I, when I hear, I mean, even the story, if, I, if I've been cheated on, by someone mm-hmm. and then they're just cool with inviting a straight guy on a girl's trip why wasn't the husband invited yeah why wasn't he in- why wasn't he introduced to the guy yeah oh we're just having fun and it's like they do this thing especially when people want to make you feel like you're overreacting mm-hmm. which it sounds like she may be doing and i and i'm sorry to not sure. just go along with her and i might be and i'm not enough i'm a pretty trusting guy like i i'm okay mm-hmm. i'm the same thing Go with your fucking friend. Cool. Yeah. But you can always feel when someone is keeping you in one place and someone else in another. Yes. And it's like, if I was, if, if someone said to me, like, and when you become a couple, you become a we. Mm-hmm. You become, hey, I got a new friend moving to the city. Will you guys go out with him? Mm-hmm. It's weird that the friend goes, will you go out with him mm-hmm. to meet new people? Yeah. And it's like, no, no, no. When, when someone talks to me, in a, it's, us guys, uh, you know, the, the relationship. The couple becomes a team. When I text my friends, hey, what are you guys doing? When mm-hmm. they're married, I, you know, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Right? Do you have plans this weekend? I, and I think of them as both parties are kind of involved. So if I'm him, I would, yes, I would feel a little weirded out. That, and she might say, well, I did invite him. How did the invite happen? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I also wonder, um, this is another, uh, coming from another viewpoint, but like, uh, what is, what is your fiance's like state of self-confidence, right? Cause if I, if I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and it's all above board and the things I've done are like, oh, I didn't realize that would make you feel jealous. Right. Then I would say, what is, to me, it sounds like a confidence issue from your fiance, right? Absolutely. This guy is like threatened immediately by any other man. It's like, instead of reassuring him like, oh, I would never do that. That's the thing where it's like, you need to like build this guy up a little bit. Right. right? And you know that again, I'm not saying she's, she's allowed to be unattracted to the jealousness and say that it's pushing her away. And at that point you have to take some ownership of how you feel and go, hey, I'm unattracted to this and it's pushing me away and I might have to break up with you because of this. Sure, yeah. And if you're not doing that, then you're not really taking ownership of this whole thing. Yeah, and recognize that that's not... 
it might not be something that gets better. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If you're if you're going to marry this guy, you need to uh, try to think about is this something that he can work on, work on, and you can work through with him, right. or is he just pretty set in his ways? And then you have to be like, okay, well, can I live with this long term? Right. And and from his side, it, it's not about. You know, when someone's like thinks you're being not trusting them, they're like, oh, you never let me have fun. It's like, no, I'm trying to grow up with you. Yeah. Right. Like, like there's events like there are things that would make sense to me at 25 that make no sense to me at 35. Sure. So it's like, hey, I'm going to this rave this weekend and we're just going to like tent out at Coachella. And I would go. At 25, I go, have fun. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah. And there's a bunch of guys coming that we're going to... Cool. I totally get that that trip would happen. If I'm dating someone at 35 and they're like, I'm going to Coachella, I'll be like, wait, did you want to discuss this with me? And then yeah. they go, you know, I have to discuss everything with you. It's like, well, are we growing at the same rate yeah. here? Yeah. We're in different places, maybe. Yeah. She might have to admit that we're at different places of life. I'm looking to go out and have fun and meet new people. And he might not be. Meeting new people is a very 20-year-old thing to do. Not There's a space of life where I go, I'm done meeting new people. If it happens, it happens. Very Met much Met Sam so. today in a podcast. Yeah. This is very nice. Yeah. It's great. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but there's also, I'm sure you have this sense that you have, anytime you walk by like a club at night and you see a group of young people waiting in line to get into a club, you're like, oh, thank God. Can't understand not. it. Yeah. Can't understand it. And then you go, and some of these are like reveals of like, I can't even understand the person I'm getting married to. Yeah. Yes. Like, I thought we were on board. I thought we wanted to move on. I envision, like, this is the thing. He might be like, I envision marriage was like, yeah, we're going to stop going to the twin conventions. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to stop just going out with a new dude. Yeah. Like, I, I, and so maybe it's you two discussing mm-hmm. how you envision growing up. And it's okay if you envision it differently, but like, what happens a lot of times is, oh, he doesn't want me to have fun. It's like, no, I want you to have fun the way we have fun. Yes. Yeah. This is tough because I, I think she's got to look in the mirror a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. And the idea, I've done things in the past, but we work through them. No, yeah, you yeah. still got the scar. Yeah. They're still going. They still remember it. Mm-hmm. It's never going away. JTrainPodcast.com. Sam Evans, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. At really Sam Evans. Please go follow Amazing comic, hilarious. Sweet Baby Boy, that's the album. That's the album. Go go listen to it. Streaming on all platforms, I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We'll be back next episode. Boom.